Welcome to the Revolution Church Podcast. Hello, everybody. Or person. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Good to see you all back. Hope you enjoyed Josh's uh, horror movie talk last week. I um, yeah, I don't really watch a whole lot of horror movies. I uh, I don't know. I like I don't know what I like. I like heist films. I like suspenseful films. Uh, I watched uh, what did I watch? I watched the new version of A Star Is Born recently. Holy smokes, that's a tearjerker. That one's a sad one. Uh, yeah, so um, Bradley Cooper, though, is awesome. So is Lady Gaga, but Bradley Cooper was, like, super awesome in that movie. So, anyhow, this is just the intro. Everybody got your Christmas shopping done? I've got most of mine done. There was a school doing a fundraiser at the mall. They did wrapping paper for you. They would wrap for you for their fundraiser. So, wrap gifts, not hip hop. So yeah, we did that. I got some gifts wrapped. Got everything's going on. Is it Christmas? I don't know. Is it Christmas today? Um, I did forget to clip my fingernails before service today. You know, I love to use my hands. Um, oh well. One of the it, it, it's COVID and. Uh, almost 2022. I am not ready for that yet, to be honest with you. And, uh, oh, and so, so I think Josh, uh, I don't know if you guys know, but Josh often does, he always does now the, um, the images for the talk, picks those out. And then he does the explanation of like what I talked about. And I'm, I'm thinking he probably actually writes more notes than I wrote on my talks. Um, but, uh, today I'm really gonna, gonna make this one tough on him because it's, it's going to be very abstract and all over the place because it's the end of the year and I don't have a top 10, but, uh, a little weird thing is that I did notice on my Spotify that it said my top music was new wave. So I think I have my sister to thank for that. She probably got me into New Wave when I was a kid. I was like, oh yeah, punk rock, punk rock two was number two. New Wave was number one. You think you know yourself, and then, and then you just, you know, Spotify tells you you don't. Thank you, industrial complex. Um, so yeah, Christmas shopping and living life and all that good stuff. Um, is going on so we should probably get this service going um it's funny because my watch this watch here i got it like 10 15 years ago probably 12 years ago actually and uh it went it went bad on me once and when a watch stops working on you it's almost like when you've had lost trust in a relationship <laughs> 
you just never trust, <laughs> fully trust the watch. So you end up looking at your phone anyway and you just realize it's like an accessory. Um, so it's a Tamax though. It's supposed to take a licking and keep on ticking. What a year, right? I think we all thought we'd kind of be at the other end of it this year. And uh, it's weird, man. It's, it's been a tough year. Uh, what a strange year to, to uh, you know, I moved at the end, I guess, what are we in, 2021? Yeah, so I moved at the end of 2020. 2020. And uh, it's been a wild year. I, I thought we'd be meeting in a place by now, you know, but we keep getting all these variants and everybody keeps changing laws and rules, so it's kind of tough to keep up. Uh, but here we are, and I'm going to talk a little bit about that. Um, you know, so I, I've been doing, um, seeing a psychoanalyst, and uh, it's been really deep work for me. It's been really tough. It's been um, almost soul-bearing in a way, you know? It's like I, I told somebody the day you just you almost feel like a hairless ape sitting in there because it just you just see so much of how you've built defense mechanisms over the years, um, even how your perspective is shaped by those things that happen to you and those the 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 damage that can happen to you in your life and how your perspective kind of gets shaped towards that and how most you can almost build build yourself like a um, you know, you create missions almost in your life based on how you saw things, you know, how you, your perspective was. And you kind of go through life with this, this strange, not strange perspective, but the perspective that you've been given. And so for me, what it's been great to realize is that, you know, we're all working with, with different traumas in our lives, uh, different lessons that we've learned. And, um, it's, if, if it's done anything, it's reiterated the idea that, you know, the idea that we think we all should think the same or somehow always be on the same page is, is kind of crazy. Like, you know, because we all have these different ways of, uh, of living life and what we think is right or wrong based on these different perspectives that we've been given. And some of us feel like we have, like, we see our, through a mission in our lenses, like, oh, I've got to live a better life than my parents, or I've got to you know, fulfill this or, you know, I was hurt here. And so I've got to be aware of this. And so we, you know, I think that's why community is interesting and really good and, and coming together and having tough conversations is, um, when we hear others' perspectives, we don't have to agree completely with the other's perspective, but the idea is, is that we might get a fuller picture of reality through that. And I feel like I'm getting a bigger picture of reality through my seeing my analyst and through working really hard on, on therapy. And, uh, so we're doing that. Um, so there you go. Um, hopefully me and Josh will talk soon because we're going to do some, we're, we, 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 we got a new, uh, someone donated a computer to us. And so hopefully we'll have that up soon and we'll be live here and live on YouTube at the same time and maybe even live on other things. I mean, we're on every podcast thing you can listen to, so hopefully we can be on every video thing you can watch. 
Not that I ever planned on being a televangelist, but, um, you know, you gotta, gotta deal with the, the, you know, play the card you've been handed. So yeah, I followed in my parents' footsteps and have stayed consistent, I think, within that kind of idea of, of following into some footsteps for about, oh gosh, 26 years I've been doing revolution. And, uh, and it's, it's, it's kind of strange when you, when you stay, like so much of my life has changed over the years. Lost loved ones, broken marriages, friendships. Um, you know, it's like, and the consistency has always been this community. Now, even this community hasn't remained consistent because it hasn't always kept the same people. I've made things, I've said things in the past that have upset people and turned them away. I mean, I think right now we have like 13 people watching live. Um, you know, so it's like, obviously we haven't been, you know, and I've moved a lot of times, but the consistency has been to the mission, to the message, even as it evolves and grows. Um, but it is weird when you, when you follow in the footsteps of your family. And for me, this has been a year of re-examining my past because of, well, you know, the, originally I, I decided to go to an analyst because that movie, The Eyes of Tammy Faye, was coming out. And so I thought, hey, this is going to bring up a lot of hard stuff for me. Um, what I didn't realize is that was going to the analyst <laughs> was going to bring up even more difficult stuff for me. Um, but it is also the fact that I've realized I've lived a lot of my life not dealing with particular traumas. Some things that maybe not even recognize as traumas or things that I've brought into other therapists and said, I feel like this might be trauma. And they're like, oh no, we need to focus on this and how to deal with this. And this is kind of like going right back to the trauma and dealing with that. Um, you know, and, and when you realize like a lot of people, you know, know that I like lately have not been able to do every Sunday. I've had to record talks or Josh has filled in for me. And we're going to try to get some more guest speakers and do some stuff like that as well. Kind of get you lots of people from different viewpoints and ideas to get on here as well. But it's because of my kids, you know, I, I have kids and, um, they're my, you know, we're not meeting at church service. Anyway, I've had a lot of strange conversations with people who have an ideas of how things are supposed to work. Um, we're gathering now, but how the church is supposed to work. Um, but yeah, and one of the things I realized is that, you know, I had to share my parents um, with the world for a long time. And that was really tough. And uh, it gave me kind of a skewed uh, perception of them and who they were. And... Uh, I definitely want to help my folks, my kids, actually, my children, not have to, I mean, they'll always struggle. I think kids will always be traumatized by something, you know, it's just life, but not to have the same traumas that I went through and not to deal with that as well. And uh, so you've got to have that, you know, I got to be a good dad. And it's not a balance for me. It's like, I got to be a good dad 
and then the rest of life is here, you know? Because, um, you know, kids are the priority, man. That's just how life goes. Um, and uh, I wish and hope more people who decide to follow their passions and have children will realize that that's a big part of being a parent is, the, you know, you take your passion and kind of let it sink just a little bit. It's not that you're getting rid of it. It's just, you know, kids got to be first. You're like, oh, me. I was, you can't see any of me, so I just use my hands for movement. <laughs> um, it's like when, and then, you know, why, when superheroes started getting capes, the reason superheroes got capes originally in comic books was just so they could have some feel of movement, you know, because it was like, how do, you know, this guy's just jumping and nobody realizes it, but if we have a cape flowing, they'll know he's really flying through the air. Um, that's for my nerds out there. Nerd fact. Um, but yeah, doing this for 26 years and this being kind of getting close to the end of the year uh, for this year, uh, you know, I, I don't feel like I have a ton to show for it. Um, I'm grateful for the people who have come in and out of my life and the relationships I've been able to build and, and, you know, but there's also, you know, some melancholy around the, the, the people who move on and go on to other things and do other things with their lives and. I guess one of the things that was neat about the movie coming out was that I kind of reconnected with a few folks from the past, you know, who were just telling me they were going to go see the film or something like that. But, you know, it was nice to, you know, reconnect with people I've worked with in the past and, 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 and talk to them. But, you know, I don't have much to show for it. Um, a lot of great memories, um, a lot of great people that have come in and out of my life, like I said before, and a lot of, and some scars, you know, some scars from what, you, what I've gone through. And how do I make this about what we're going on through today? I, I mean, I think I need to be honest is that I, I have lost a few people this year. Some relationships this year, some friendships this year. Um, that have been pretty devastating. It's been pretty tough to handle. And I think we all have struggled so much with just with COVID and with how we are living our lives now, how we're, how we work, how we do school, how we interact with each other. Um, you know, the world is a different place than it was two years ago, you know? And then when you, when you kind of lose people who are close to you in the midst of that, um, yeah, it's really tough. It's really tough. And it's really hard to, for me to, you know, I, I grew up going to the church where every Sunday, either my parents or the pastor or wherever I went, whatever I did, you know, had a new challenge for me or had, you know, this new, great idea, you know, and it was like, it was like there was, um, there was like this this underlying message that you had to live up to is that, you know, you don't suffer within your work. But I feel like being a communicator, being a speaker, um, suffering is part of my work because suffering is part of life and sharing that suffering with you. Not so you can be like, oh man, Jay's going through a rough time. I mean, I appreciate that. But also that so you don't feel like there's something wrong with you when you're going through a rough time. 
you know, that there's not some impossible standard that's raised. You know, I mean, I remember in the, I think in the 90s when I would go to church, you know, pastors are always like, we got to raise the bar, we got to raise the standard. And I was like, no, (laughs) lower the bar, (laughs) lower the standard. Um, The standard they were talking about, I mean, if we want to raise a standard of something, I'd be like, how do we love each other more? How do we communicate with each other more? How do we help each other live life well and survive this thing. Um, but a lot of it was like these, these, you know, we've got to run the church like IBM. I mean, I remember sitting in some of these mega churches cause they would often bring me in to speak or help run their music festivals or do things like that. You know, and they were like, well, IBM wouldn't do it that way. I'm like, well, we're not IBM. We're not selling computers. You know, um, we're dealing with human lives. We're dealing with people, you know, and back then I was a troublemaker. And they realized I was such a troublemaker, they just said, we're just going to stop working with this guy and work with other people. Good on them. Good idea. Um, but going through life, we survive adversity. And we become, I think, people we never thought we would be through suffering, through hardships, um, through the tough times. Um, through that. And so I guess today what I wanted to do is come to you and just say, you know, these are the things I'm thinking about. You know, I'm realizing what my life's been about. And I've realized that my perspective may have not always been perfectly on point. You know, that I may have had a perspective of, you know, and we all do, speaking out of my pain, uh, trying to fix things out of my own personal issues. And, um, I think philosophy is giving me a wider scope to see things uh, in a bigger way. I think next year I would like to focus more on the idea of that grace and a- grace is anarchy uh, because it doesn't fall into any system. But also I'd like to find out where grace and contradiction meet each other and how that becomes alive in all of our lives and how within contradiction, something above truth can happen. And I really do believe that that's grace. I really do. One thing I I have nailed this, my whole 20, probably doing this for 26 years, I would say for at least 25, 24 at the least has been based on the message of grace. Because when I started understanding grace, I realized how far away the church had gotten from the concept of grace that I had to continue to preach it. I had to continue to speak on it. I had to continue to dissect it. I had to continue to look into it. And especially the book of Galatians, which will start in January. We do every year, beginning of the year, we go through Galatians. Um, This year seems to have just flown by. Um, Maybe that's also getting older. I'm going to be 46 in a couple weeks. And, um, you know, I was 18 when, when I started doing Revolution. So... A lot of stuff. I got sober when I was doing, you know, in the midst of that, you know. So, so much has changed. So much has evolved. And in some ways, I feel like, you know, there's been so many times in my own walk, in my own life, in my own race, or whatever you want to call it, my own movement forward, you know. There's been times where I've had to walk through the valley, and sometimes with some of you, and sometimes by myself. Um, But I've always been grateful for those who've been there. And, uh... I think as we kind of look back at this year, one of the things I would really, is like, who are people who've helped you get through this year, you know? And, and think about that and, and let them know. Um, 
you know, I know I've got a few people in mind right now. Um, of course, my best mate, Pete Rollins, you know, the guy just keeps putting up with me and is a good friend. And uh, Steve Peters, me and Steve have really connected over this past year and, uh, and gotten through this year together. And uh, I'm grateful for, for those those relationships and there, there's a few other but um but one of the reasons i've been able to do my work this type of work for so many years is um is because honestly i i overthink and i feel deeply and usually I feel sometimes I almost feel like I feel too much, like um, especially like melancholy and pain and things like that. I really do go through it, um, but I also have used that as a way to empathize with, with folks like you, and um, and share with our share our pain and our struggles together. Um, but sometimes it feels like it, it, it's too much. And I think that's another reason why I, I've started seeing a, 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 a new therapist, an analyst, is because I've realized, like, I've got to do something about that because as, as much as it positively affects my work, it also <laughs> makes my life really tough. And um, you know, so I'm in the middle of one of those those times, you know, and I assume that I'll get through it and find some really cool truth on the other end of it. Um, but, but some of the relationships that I've really suffered with are, are ones that have, I've had forever or ones that I wanted to have forever or, you know, and, um, You know, I don't want to go too deeply into it out of respect for those people, but it's just been, you know, it's tough. I mean, it's tough to sit here and be like, hey, let me tell you why we got to argue well and why we got to do this and the contradiction and Hegel and Tillich and Paul and Jesus and, you know, and give that 100% when you're going like, man, I'm really grieving. I'm really going through this. And do I get up there and just prepare something to make everybody happy and to deliver and to make sure the donations come in? Or do I just go, do we do, are we able to be transparent with one another? And I think this is a community where we're able to be very transparent with one another and find nuggets of truth even in the midst of the confusion. Like today when I was writing down like the talk, I was like, what is this, you know? And I'd worked on it a couple days ago too. And I was like, just kind of like, what am I doing here, you know? And it, and, and it kept being like, and I just wrote down abstract talk. <laughs> um, but what was really cool this morning, it kind of hit me and I, and, and, and instead of abstract, I, I just, I wrote redemption above it and redemption in he, through healing, through healing from wounds and, and how do I redeem lost relationships. I think for me, what's shaken me a little bit is some of these lost relationships has tested my concept of grace a lot. Not the fact of, am I able to give grace, but the fact that like, 
you know, I, I was thinking about Corinthians 13, which I use a lot and talk about a lot, but you know, the end of it where it's like three things remain, faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these is love. And in this idea of how love is eternal, but sometimes how people don't want to receive that love or that grace and, and, and it, to a point where they're, you, you can't do anything about it. And it breaks down where, where, where relationships just completely break down. And I, I'm talking about friendships. I'm talking about parents. I'm talking about both of those things. You know, I, I'm talking about friendships, you know, where you go, if I continue to go the way I'm going with this, it's going to burn me out. If I continue to fix it because I'm worried about how it reflects on me, it might hurt me and it might hurt my work and it might work my parent parenting, you know. And, and so you have to go like, and, and me and, and Zoe talked about this a lot in the past is like grace from afar, loving from afar. And even when Jesus is saying, you know, I want you to love your enemies, you be kind to those and pray for them. And I was like, that kind of praying for them as, you know, they're like, oh, thoughts and prayers don't work. But, you know, sometimes that's all you can just be like is I'm going to send positive vibes. I'm going to care about these people from a distance, you know, because I can't, they won't even let me enter the world, you know. And, um, you know, so I, I really, I, I try to be as transparent with you guys as possible. I mean, one of the relationships is with my dad, and it's really tough right now, and it's the holidays. And, um. It's uh, really painful for me. And I had another relationship that kind of ended as well. And, and then and, and the same thing happened. It was, it was just I couldn't communicate with them. And then I, you know, I had a friend this year who just went through a lot of stuff. And I just couldn't fix it. And um, you come to the realization that it's not always your job to fix people. Um, you can't fix people. And um, all you can do is really love people and to the best of your abilities. And I think the hard choice for me, and that's where I'm at right now, is where do I go? What this, what's my next move in my next decision? What does grace do? What does grace look like? And um, for me, and, uh, and I'm looking for it within my me and within my own trauma and within my own life, not in this idea that I'm not really going around going like, hey, can somebody tell me what to do next? You know, I'm, I'm trying to look at my work. I'm trying to look at Hegel and the idea of contradiction and the idea of arguing well and the idea of relationships. And, and I'm trying to look at even in, into my own faith. But what I, what I want to say is that sometimes there isn't a magical verse. And so I kind of purposely didn't pull anything out of the Bible today because there's just not always something that I can go, here's a verse, let me do it for you. Um, you know, so it, yeah, I, I, somebody just said, you know, uh, something about dealing with some folks who are still alive. I think that's the hardest, it's really tough is, is when people are still alive, trying to make peace with them and they don't want that piece necessarily. So anyway, um, I mean, we're all going through a tough year. So I don't think this is, you know, I don't think it's a bad thing to show up 
to this gathering and, and us all just kind of lament a little bit about uh, those things. Um, it's powerlessness. When you feel like you've become powerless and you have to, in a way, and I learned this in the 12-step program, is kind of turn things over to God. But here's the thing for me. is like, what is God? And um, what is this concept? And what is grace? And what is the ground of being? And what are these things? You know, because you, you study so much. But, you know, I just have to look at it and go, okay, you know. In the 12-step program, it said, you know, as you understand. And so I just try to do the best. What I understand is turn that over there and, and do the best I can do the hard work and maybe facing my own trauma and my own pain will give unlock the key for that. Um, but I can't, you know, I, I just get this idea that, that somehow there's the magical answers and the easy answers or the self-help gurus, or I, I'm not a guru, you know what I mean? Or like, here's what you should do, you know? It's kind of just being in reflective time and going like, what does this mean and what has this meant to me and how do I move to the next, what's, what's the next step and what can I learn from this? And, um, and for me and my work, so it's not just studying philosophy and theology, but it's also looking at my own life and my own experiences and saying, oh, how do I learn from this in order to share it with you to help you all also get through with it? And then you guys also share stuff with me because... Um, you know, I talk to you a lot, a lot of you on different platforms. Um, but, but the funniness this is, is, is this, um, you know, one is realizing the story's not over, you know, and living in that idea that the story isn't over yet, that, that living, you know, so for me, it's like, yeah, I, I've had a lot of loss. I have a lot of conflict. Um, but as long as people are still here and alive, the story's not over yet. Even when people pass um, and grieving and in mourning over years, even with my mother, the story isn't over yet. And I, I was thinking about when my parents in the 80s, you know, their message was, you know, don't give up. You're on the brink of a miracle, you know, um, or you can make it. And, and I, to me, I was like, oh, those little cliche things, you know, kind of seem cliche. <laughs> and they are in a way. But in other ways, there, there is this kind of concept of where it's like, you know, I remember my parents sent out like millions of these you-can-make-it magnets. There's these little magnets that you put on the refrigerator. I remember they were everywhere. They made so many and sent them out to everybody. And I thought about like just the simplicity of the idea of like, um, in, in the 12-step program, it's like one day at a time. And um, the idea of that you can make it is kind of like, okay, today I can make it. You know, I think about that magnet, and it was probably on most people's refrigerators, you know, and they're going to the fridge in the morning, and like, oh, another day, how am I going to, and just as you can make it, and you just think, all right, magnet, I'll see you tomorrow, you know, and uh, this concept of just trying to live through the next day, and uh, seeing what life has, because I do feel like what I've learned from life, and through my own experiences of giving up on life, um, that... Uh, no matter the pain or the suffering, I, I, I think there is always something new on the horizon. 
and it's tough to get through. Um, also today I was thinking about the folks in Kentucky and everything that they're going through. I mean, to have a natural disaster come along and take the lives of your loved ones, how do you not feel and want to blame what we've generally given the concept of God? Um, I mean, of course, we could get into, you know, climate change and weather patterns and things like that as well. Um, but the but real suffering that's happening out there every day and... Um, and suffering, suffering, so I've never been into like the hierarchy of suffering of like, let's compare pain and see who's suffering more and all this stuff. But also realizing we're not alone and there's other people that our own weaknesses, our own hurts, and our own pains um, that we've survived through. And if you're listening to this, you've survived through a lot of stuff is that we're able to take that to other folks and help them survive walking through hell, walking through the valley of death and doing that type of thing. And so maybe the verse isn't, the answer isn't in the verse or the, or the scriptures necessarily, um, or the, those are a guide for us to, to, to help our friends. If you know somebody in Kentucky, you pick up the phone, you give them a call. Do you need me there? What do you need? This is what I can provide, you know? Um, there's always opportunities for us to kind of do that. And that's one of the things I also liked about being in a 12-step program was this concept of, of, of helping other people. And part of my survival was based on helping other people. So my help, helping myself, was helping others. And so you're like, I have to help others in order to survive and to stay sober and to do this type of thing. And... Um, so this giving act is also a selfish act at the same time. And I love that because there's contradiction there. It's like, well, are you doing it to stay alive or are you doing it to help people? And they're like, yes, I'm, yes, that's the point. Yes, I'm doing it to help people and I'm doing it to survive. And because we need each other. And I think that's why the Bible talks about like where there are two or three gathered in my name. You know, that's like the church. You know, it doesn't have to be a giant mega church. It doesn't have to be able to, two or three or able, two people are together and able to help each other out. Um, you know, I remember showing up to a 12-step meeting one night. I always went to the late meetings. I liked the white knuckles. And, um, and it was closed, and there was only one other person out there. And they're like, well, let's have a meeting. And I'm like, what? There's only two of us. This is really awkward. And I'm like, well, there's two of us, and that's enough for a meeting. And um, we had our books with us. We opened our books, read everything. That we opened up the meeting. And we're outside, and, it's, and it was in Atlanta. And just having this meeting, the two of us. But it was a meeting. And uh, sometimes we don't realize that that's... Two of us can be a community. And two of us can be a church. Or two of us can be a gathering. And... Um, But it's not because one person is speaking at you. Um, it's because you're speaking with and talking with each other. That's why, I, you know, I like revolution, but for me what's important about revolution is what happens in, you know, the six days and 23 hours in between those that time. And that this is almost a moment of either reflection 
or, or hope, you know, or faith of things to come and um, kind of ideas of what can get us through or what got us through uh, are the important times. So, yeah, there you go, you know. Um, one day at a time, I think, is, is, is the talk today, is that maybe we find the grace to make it one day at a time right now. And, um, and, and that we're, we're all trying to find a new way to live in this world. And that we can have grace for each other and, and as we develop what life looks like in this kind of new reality that we all live in. Um, I'm close to the camera. I'm, I'm reading some of, the, some of your guys' comments. If, if, if you have comments or questions and you want to throw them in, um, even push back and tell me that I should be reading a certain verse or something. You can do that. Um, I'm getting closer to the phone so I can read. Uh, I'm really trying not to get bifocals, you guys. Because if I bifocal, I could just be like, oh yeah, so-and-so says this. But um, it's like the last, the last hurrah. Um, I'm looking through here. I mean, it looks like you guys are having some cool conversations. I love that. I love that you're having conversations during service. Like you're talking to each other. Like, what's going on with Jay? He's losing his mind. Oh, man, how are you? I'm doing great. You know, I think that's great. That's what I love about community. You know, not as comfortable in person, but the cool thing about the online community is see how you guys, like, talk with each other and sometimes even argue with each other, but argue well with each other. And, like, you know, it's like that's, this is a kind of a cool time for us to come together and just ignore me. That's what I would do. Um, yes, love Zoe, love, love the wisdom. Um, Steve says he feels grateful for our friendship as too. We've had, we, 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 he's a great guy. It takes a lot to have a friendship with me, a lot of understanding. And uh, I'll tell you what, he's, he's really been graceful and understanding with me. I, just because I'm very cut off, and especially when I'm going through a hard time, I just, I shut down. But, He'll always send me something encouraging. Um, someone here says, uh, Chris says, I wouldn't have made it through, uh, through it without my best friend, uh, niece and neighbors. Uh, struggling with grace is the holiday season big time um, to branch some people to the <laughs> to North Pole. I know that. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to continue to read through here, see what I can Harley, hey Harley, how's it going? You've always given us permission to feel and sharing your own suffering and helping that mutual liberation and mutual suffering. Long way of saying thank you. Well, thank you, Harley, for saying that. That's encouraging. And the name keeps getting weird because it's right next to my book, so I can't read it. Um, you need more, yes, need more of this. Need to know we aren't alone, struggling, and the only ones struggling. Good, good, because you're not alone. I'm glad you know that. Um, also awesome putting your kids first. This is everything. They really are. They're amazing, and they're so much fun. Um, someone said, go for it, Jay, the only televangelist I'll watch. Thank you. For your love gift of 1995, I have to pick some really verse with a high number on it to, to raise money. Um, well, you guys seem to be, um, 
Beth says, uh, Beth Mills says, uh, Ferguson says, uh, powerful. It only takes two today in society as it seems we need thousands, but let us forget Jesus led thousands, but he had only 12 consistent disciples. He changed the world. Amen to that. Um, well, I appreciate you guys' comments. I, I'm not getting a whole lot, but um, I hope you're doing well. I hope Christmas is treating you gentle the holiday season. And um, honestly, you know, it was funny. as like I went to the, to the mall last night to finish up my Christmas shopping. And um, it was just nice to be in a crowded place. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not like Mr. Crowds either. But it was just nice to be around other people kind of like through it. That's what I always loved about New York is was when you're on the train, you'd be on the train with like, a millionaire and you'd be on a train with movie stars, you'd be on a train with homeless people, you'd be on, and you were all just kind of going, moving forward in life. It was, it was just like, we're all going through this together. And, um, and I love that part of the community. I, I do miss that part of New York. And uh, I believe it says Jen saying that this season is, is brutal for me. It is strange how the, the season really does affect our emotions. Um, and probably because, you know, how we grew up and we're told that society is supposed to be, especially during the holiday season, you know, so it just kind of magnifies our, um, our pains a little bit. It's kind of like a highlighter. Um, so yeah. There you go. Um, I love you guys. I'm going to work, continue to work on this stuff and um, learn from this, you know. But here, get to be part of the work with me. I'm in the middle of it. And, um, you know, I'm going to hold on to hope. I'm going to hold on to hope. And, um, I'm going to see how far this grace and love thing really goes. I just, 26 years of doing this and, and still having to, you know, grace is always showing me something new. Love is always showing me something new. It's always challenging me. And, um, and it's funny because I'm always, for me, and I don't know if this is a coping mechanism or, or positive or not, but I'm always looking for that little crack in that little space where I can get grace through and love through to kind of just go through that little connection. Um, I'm stubborn and um, probably because I feel and think so much, I'm always looking for a way to make it work. And uh, we'll see. All right. Thanks a lot. Hey, if you guys like what we're doing, it, it's the end of year. If you want to get your tax write-offs and everything, just go to revolutionchurch.com and, and, and you can donate there. I, I, I have to ask because that's part of what I do, part of this job. Um, but yeah, so you can do that if you want to do that. And uh, hopefully we'll continue to do really cool things. But I'll see you before next year. I'll see you next week. Um, all right, love you guys. Thanks for listening today. Thanks for coming. And... Uh, Thanks, Chris. I will hang in there because it does get better. I believe that. Thank you. Bye-bye.
Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. To make your 100% tax-deductible donation today, please visit revolutionchurch.com donate. You can also learn more by clicking the donate section on the website.